Welcome to the Inner Love Diva Podcast. Join me as I get real about my journey to losing over a hundred pounds and finding the fierce inner love needed to get there. I'm certified life coach, Amber Wynn, and I'll share what's empowered me to level up in my relationships, self-confidence, and finally lose weight for the last time. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello. Welcome today. You know how I tell you that I am 50% amazing and 50% a mess? Well, (laughs) the 50% messy part of me just showed up. (laughs) I just recorded this whole podcast. Well, I thought I recorded the whole podcast. I talked my way through the whole podcast without pushing record. So this is take two. (laughs) But guess what? The sun is beautiful. The sun is out today. The day is beautiful. I can only laugh at myself because sometimes I'm just a mess and that is how it is. So take two. Today, I am going to talk about the three biggest mistakes when starting a diet. And I want to welcome you to the Thinner Love series of the Inner Love Diva podcast. Now, in some episodes, I'm going to be talking all things related to weight loss. I'll share tips and tricks and also help steer you in a healthier mindset towards losing weight and finally keeping it off. Now, my journey on the lose gain, lose gain weight train has been a long one, almost four decades long. Sometimes I'd reach my goal weight only to gain it all back. And then sometimes I'd only be on five days and then I'd call it quit. So maybe some of you can relate. I know I am not alone because the weight loss industry was worth over $70 billion last year. Yes, that was with a B as in boy, $70 billion. Did you know that in America alone right now, there are an estimated 108 million people on a diet? What? Many people will diet to lose weight four to five times each year. And yet only 3% of those people will actually make it down to their goal weight. Then within three years, most of them will have gained it all back. And then some, there is this tiny fraction. In fact, 1% of the 3% of people who lost all the weight will not gain it back and will keep it off long-term. So that is 0.03% of people who lose all their weight in a $70 billion industry actually keep it off long-term. Something is terribly wrong. With all the resources the weight loss industry offers us, why is it that only a tiny fraction of people can keep off the weight? How many times have you started a diet and you were doing so good And then something happened that bounced you off the turnip truck. You went off the rails or you fell off the wagon and then decided, I'll start tomorrow. But tomorrow never came. Me, I'm raising my hand right now. (laughs) Either it was a special event that came up, someone brought you like your favorite cookies to work, or you were just too tired to make something healthy that night. Many, many times, me. I always felt I had a good reason. But then I never stopped to think about my reasons for starting the diet in the first place. 
or my reasons, they were just too superficial for me to keep motivated. So as soon as it got hard, it didn't keep me in the game until I won. Now, while I have my own ideas about why so many people gain the weight back, I've narrowed it down to the three biggest reasons or the three biggest mistakes that I made to cause me to keep going on and off the tracks of the weight loss train. But before I do that, I'm curious, is this the first time you've tuned in? I'm wondering if you've heard about the giveaway I'm doing. In honor of my podcast launch, I am giving away four things that I think everyone is going to want. The grand prize is four private coaching sessions with myself. The second prize is a pair of AirPods Pro. The third prize is a $100 Amazon gift card. And for everyone who enters, I am giving you a worksheet that will help you refocus and start achieving your goals today. So everyone's a winner. If you want to learn more about that contest, go ahead on over to my website, www.myinnerlove.com forward slash podcast launch to get all the details. Okay. Okay. I seriously had to double check and make sure that I pushed record (laughs) because, well, I really don't want to do this again. (laughs) All right. Back to the three biggest mistakes when starting a diet. Mistake number one. I thought that I would be happier after I lost the weight. I can remember when I started my weight loss journey, I would dream of how much better life would be once I hit my goal weight. Like all the pieces in life would just magically fall into place and all my problems would just melt away. The fact is, although some things are better, I am no happier today than when I was when I started. Yes, things are physically easier being over a hundred pounds down, but life has offered new ways for me to fill the 50-50. There will always be good things in my life and there will always be challenging things. The best news is there is no more waiting to be happy. That feeling that you are searching for at the end of your journey can be felt today. I am still on my weight loss journey, but I have found so much more happiness with myself realizing that I am exactly where I need to be right now. I am gaining so much in knowledge and patience, and I'm still enjoying my life just the way I am. Which brings me to my next big mistake, mistake number two, thinking that I'll stick with it longer If I hate the way I look, isn't it fascinating how we think hate will motivate? When was the last time you wanted to do anything for someone who was hating on you? I hated the way I looked. In fact, I used to look at myself in the mirror and pick out all the parts that needed to be better. And it was a long list. I was essentially telling myself I wasn't enough, that I wasn't worthy of any kind of happiness because I didn't have that radiant skin of one star, the legs of another person, the abs of another, and so on. I was searching for a collage of people's best body attributes and wishing I had them. This was just sabotaging myself into an endless torment of chasing a perfection that no one person had. And even if I did find it in one person, 
my body type wouldn't physically be able to achieve it. I was so unhappy with the way that I looked, but now when I look at old pictures of myself, I can't help but feel compassion. Compassion for that past person and for that past body she lived in. Odds are, if you have lost all the weight, you may choose to think differently about your body, but if you don't learn to love yourself, you'll find something else to beat yourself up about. Or maybe you're thinking, if I love my body as it is, then I'll never change. If I think I look beautiful and I have 100% worth now, then I'll just choose to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, including the entire plate of fresh baked cookies or slice after slice after slice of pizza. Have you noticed when you overeat those kinds of things? It's not when you're feeling great about yourself. It's not when you feel like you can conquer the world. It's when you're feeling guilty, sad, restricted, stressed, overwhelmed, any of those emotions and more. It's when you're thinking there's something wrong with me, so why try? Of course, that's going to feel awful. Loving your body takes a long time. In fact, for some, it is a lifetime. I think for me, it will probably be a lifetime. I've got decades of indirect beliefs brought on by media, magazines, and culture that I am reprogramming in my brain daily. The first step to changing them is one, noticing that they're there. Two, realize those beliefs are causing painful results in your life. And three, deciding how I'd rather believe to get the results I'm looking for. All right, last mistake that I'm going to tell you about, at least for now. <laughs> mistake number three, believing that there's a perfect time to start a diet. I cannot tell you how many times I was going to start a diet and thought to myself, oh, I'd like to, but it's just not the right time. Or I have too much going on right now, so I can't. Thinking this way is always optional which means another option could be, I'd like to, and it's the perfect time. Or what's probably closer in reach for most people is, I have a lot going on, but I'll figure out how to make it work. And, and don't forget, because I'm worth it. I have a lot going on, but I'll figure out how to make it work because I am worth it. Have you sat down and really thought about what the perfect time would be and if you've had one of those perfect times yet? I can remember I'd have to start my diet in August because in January, there's New Year's and family birthdays. February's Valentine's Day. And who wants to be dieting on the world's largest chocolate money-making day, right? March is out because I celebrate my anniversary. April, there's Easter. May's Mother's Day and Memorial Day. So we're usually with a lot of family because it's like a family reunion or something. June was Father's Day and camping. Then there's the 4th of July and the 24th for those who live in Utah. And then there's more family reunions, more summer vacations, etc. October started our family's birthday season again, and then Halloween. November, more birthdays and Thanksgiving. December, more birthdays and Christmas. And guess what? We're back around to January again. So I was making that little window of August and September to make a big impact on my weight loss. Imagine what was happening to my body while I was waiting for that perfect window of time. 
always having the thought in the back of my head that I better enjoy this food now because come August, dot, dot, dot. Waiting until the perfect time really messed me up. What are your long-term goals? Let's say one morning you woke up and you were at your perfect weight and your body looked exactly how you always dreamed it would be. Now what? Is your goal to stay healthy? Do you know what foods would work for your body and what don't? Do you think you'll still emotionally eat? With all the weight gone, do you have the skills you need to keep it off? Would you be one to remain in that 0.03% of people? Health for the mind and the body is a lifelong adventure for some. Starting to take baby steps now lets you at least be in the game instead of sitting on the sidelines wishing it were different. Small steps daily equal great distances in your future. Right now is the perfect time to start whatever it is that you've been putting off. So what do you think is the cause for your past diet debacles? Figuring out the right foods for your body are important, but figuring out your beliefs around your body and diets are key to lasting success and remaining a member of the 1% club especially if you've been on the lose, gain, lose, gain weight train like me. Consider how you're treating yourself. Your potential is limited when you get stuck on ideas like, I can't be happy and fat, or there's only one way to look good. What you think about yourself today matters. What you do for yourself today matters. Even if you have to start small and baby step your way to the finish line, because that means each day you are becoming a better version of yourself. So that is all I have for you today. But if you feel like you need help in losing the weight, I have a thinner love program that I run and I want you to go over to thinnerlove.com and that'll tell you all about my program. I am going to teach you about the skills and the tools that I learned in order to level up, to keep losing weight, and to be happy right now. So if that is something you're interested in, head over to thinnerlove.com. If not, that's okay too. All right. I hope you guys have a brilliant day and I will talk to you real soon. See you later. Bye. If you're looking for a life coach, I'd love to be yours. If you want to lose weight, better your relationships, or need help with crafting your confidence, I've got you. Go to myinnerlove.com and sign up for a free mini session today.